Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back. This is episode 73 of the Bash Mania podcast. Yesterday, UWW came out and announced potential dates for 2020 World Championships. As a fan, I'm super excited that there's hope we may get a World Championships this year. Had a number of initial thoughts, so got Seth Gross and said, let's do an episode. If you haven't subscribed to the podcast, be sure to subscribe wherever you listen. Apple, Spotify, Google, Stitcher, Overcast, wherever you listen to podcasts, be sure to subscribe to Bashamania. And if you enjoy this episode, be sure to leave a five-star rating and review on Apple Podcasts. It's Bashamania! Let me tell you something, brother. He gave us everything he had in him tonight. What you gonna do when Bashamania runs wild? Oh, it's gonna be a good one. And business just picked up here on the podcast. Oh, yeah. Mr. Seth Gross, how are you? I'm doing great, man. I'm doing phenomenal. Uh, just up at the cabin last week and then celebrated the 4th, and now I'm just just chilling, man. Pizza, ice cream, and you're living the good life. Yeah, yeah had a good good little splurge on vacation there, but, but back to it now. Back to it. Got to get back in shape. Well, and now you might have something to train for as yep. you know, the reason we thought let's hop on and, and chat about this is yesterday UWW comes out and sets – I don't know what you want to call it. They called it, they're setting a schedule for remaining events. So they set a schedule for cadet championships, junior championships, senior world championships, U23 world championships. And it's interesting because a couple of things that caught my attention were, number one, they set dates. So junior world championships would be December 4th to the 10th. Senior world championships would be the 12th to the 22nd, both in Serbia. U23s would be in Finland and in November. So that's interesting to all of a sudden have a date, but they also outline different conditions, like at least out of the top 10 best teams have to go. So if Russia, Iran, and the U.S. all say we're not sending our team, it's a no-go. They also said they're going to wait until August to see how everything's looking. So at first Mm -hmm. glance, you know, as a fan – I'm stupid optimistic because at least there's something tentative here. I was rooting for this as soon as they canceled the Olympics. I'm like, yeah. let's do a world championships. And you and I talked about it and saying, you, you were saying, yeah. you know, well, that's perfect. I had to go 61. So, you know, before we kind of talk about if this could really happen, the fact that there's a tentative plan, what was your reaction to that? Yeah, it just fired me up, man, because obviously I think there's a lot of guys out there that have been itching to compete, itching to, they need some sort of motivation to get back out there. I know it's been great for right our guys at UW. Now they have something to at least have their eyes on because for a while at here, it would seem like you had no idea when you were going to wrestle again. You had no idea when your next opportunity could even be, and now there's a possibility. So I think that's going to help 
a lot of guys, a lot of college guys kind of kind of flip the script there and just focus on something, give you something to train for because as much as, you know, discipline, you can be as disciplined as you want, but it's so much easier when you have, when you have an end goal and you know what's next for you. And now that there's something that could be next, I think that's a huge deal for guys. And it's interesting because you have all these stipulations and all these conditions. They're not even saying, hey, we're having world championships. What they're basically saying is, if we have a world championships, this will be the date. And, you know, it's funny. I tweeted it out, like, right away about how excited I was. And already, I you can see both sides of the current yeah. culture divide, political divide. You know, it's like, okay, we didn't have an Olympics because of the pandemic, but we can have worlds. Like, there's so many things that, to take into account here. And it's going to be interesting to see how that plays out. Like, yeah, everybody's under so much pressure right now to do the right thing. And, Absolutely. And I think anytime you have an election year, you also have both political parties putting everybody under scrutiny, too. So yeah. if this was a non-election year, it might be a little bit less scrutiny. But mm -hmm. even now, especially, I feel like it's going to be so interesting to see, okay, do countries start saying already, yes, we're in or no, we're out? Mm -hmm. That's going to be the first thing I think is like, does Russia, does Iran, do we... The U.S. come out and say, hey, you guys can have your world championships. We're not going on yeah. the on the other side of that. USA Wrestling now has to start planning trials, I would imagine. Like, exactly. have you heard anything about any of that? Like, even as a tentative idea? Not at all. And yeah, me and Bono chatted about that at length a little bit. And like, how are they going to do that? Because typically you have to qualify for the world team trials, right? It's not just you show up like, are they going to do one big world team trials if it happens and have anybody show up from you know any experience level or are they going to try to fit two tournaments in now where there's a qualifier for the world at us open to qualify the world team trials and then go from there so it's it's obviously going to be different in some way shape or form than the past so that's kind of i'd assume they almost have to go just one tournament i feel like they everybody could, come right i was thinking initially you could take your olympic trial qualification and basically take all that, maybe add an extra spot, like one person deeper at the yeah. Feral, at the Senior Nationals. And then I think no matter what, you're going to have to have a last chance qualifier at best. Yeah. So do you have a last chance in, let's say, August and then team trials in September? Like, it's so interesting. There's nothing. Yeah. And, and, and like you guys as wrestlers finally have something like, hey, we might be able to have a world championship this year. But there's nothing like to be known right now. Yeah, and I'm sure if it does happen, they're gonna they're gonna have to limit the numbers because you can't have five, six hundred guys in a tournament showing up trying to compete. So I'm sure they're gonna have to limit in some way, shape, or form, take protocol, check people before the tournament. So I'm sure it's gonna be there's gonna be a lot of things that have to happen for it to take place. And obviously the first big thing is the US saying USA wrestling saying, Yeah, we're in, we're gonna make this happen. And I don't know where they're at with that, when they're going to meet and kind of make a decision there. And obviously that's a big step. And even, even if we say yes and three other of the top eight countries say no, then, then we're out of it. So, I mean, it, it's, it's still a tough situation, you know, and I, I see both sides of it where, yeah, maybe it's not the, you know, it still could be really bad in December, but I also see, you know, if you take the right precautions, I think that it could be, be an awesome event. And another interesting thing, too, is I was just thinking about taking the Olympic trial qualifiers. 
the other thing now is we go from six Olympic weights to 10 non-Olympic weights. Yep. So use you as the perfect example. You're qualified at 57, but you'd go 61. And you're going to have yep. a lot of guys like that. So do you have guys register and say, okay, Seth Gross is going 61. So we'll take one more guy, 57. Like, I think because people are obviously going to start spreading out. And then you're yep. going to start having all these questions. Like, you got a guy like Nolf. Will he go up to 79? You know, yeah. how about a guy like Ashnault, who, exactly. you know, yeah. you have all these different weights in the non-Olympic year. And it's like, okay, from a, from a qualification standpoint, it's definitely going to make things interesting. Do you start having guys? Because it makes sense in the Olympic year that you give them the option. In the non-Olympic mm -hmm. year, what do you do? You still give them the option and say, hey, Seth Gross, you're you're – you can come to the tournament any way you want. I understand yeah. that logically, but from a standpoint of only allowing X amount of people, I feel like you yeah. got to kind of figure that out beforehand. Yeah. And the other thing I kind of thought about is like, what if they decided, Hey, we're going to reward these guys that did go out and qualify for the Olympics and give them, they're going to be our guys. So we're going to figure out from those small group of guys and the ones that want to go 61 kilos, they'll be in a bracket. The guys that qualified at 57 and want to try for the 57 spot and they do really small four to six man brackets and battle it out because I think that's the easiest way that obviously if you're an Olympic qualifier you're you you're you should be given a chance to qualify for the world championship so I think that's another possible idea and then that'd be a really really small group of guys where you don't have to worry about the rest of it and two what if normally you you get to sit out to the finals if you're a world medalist. So you're going to have, again, what you typically have in a pre-Olympic year, which is guys go their Olympic weights. Number one, people have already conditioned their bodies to be at certain weights. People yeah. want to be rewarded. You know, you're going to have guys like um, Dake that might want to stay at 74 because it's another shot. Does he get another shot at Burroughs? And if he does beat Burroughs in medals, now Jordan has to go through. There's so many. And like, that's what, yeah, and that part is what kind of intrigues me is like, is that, are, are the guys that already have the sitting out to the Olympic trial finals, are they guaranteed that or could they lose that now if they try to go through this process? I'd have to so assume I, they're going to lose. If you go to a world championship, I assume you're going to basically put that on the line. Yeah, and I, I think that's where you get in a lot of trouble because what if some guys just say, hey, like, I'm not willing to risk it with the, the virus going on. Is it, you know, how are you going to say, oh, well, you lose your Olympic spot? I think that it's a, t it's a crazy situation. Yeah. And I, I don't know how you're going to deal with it. I think there's a lot of things you got to figure out on that end. But, I mean, I, at the end of the day, I'd love to wrestle. I love a lot, a lot of guys want something to train for. And I think that if you do it right, I think that something, something can get figured out. And it sounds like as of now, I was reading the press release they put out, and it looks like they're going to meet again in August. The executive yep. board will reconvene in August and keep the wrestling community up to date with any new decision in accordance with updated information on the pandemic. So in the meantime, if you're USA Wrestling, do you make a decision and say, yes, we're going to try to see if we can align with this? Because you have to, let's just say the world team trials are in September. We're, yeah. we're two months out. You got to I mean, say, what, what kind of shape are you really. in right now? If, if all of a sudden you knew the Olympic trials were in 30, 60, 90 days, the world trials, yeah. how would that change where you at, where you are right now? 
Well, I mean, yeah, that's and that's why, yeah, I was going to say, like, they need to probably make a decision earlier than August because I know for me personally, like, I could probably wrestle in 30 days. It wouldn't be obviously the best form, but, you know, if I had 60 days, I think that, you know, I'd be tip-top ready to go, and that gives a lot of guys time to, even if they haven't been able to train and have the opportunity. Because still to this point, I know there's a lot of people around the country that just don't have access to full-time training and weight rooms that, and some guys have access to everything and they have access to amazing training partners. And I think that a lot of people are in a lot of different spots right now. So I think that they need to still give people a little bit of heads up and you can make that decision if you can get ready in time or not. But yeah, it's, it's, it's interesting. And there's never been anything like this. Like I saw that the MLB all-star game is canceled for the first time since 1945, which is world war two. So it's like, this has never, nothing like this has ever happened. And you raise a good point with, you know, too, it's if someone says, Hey, I I don't want to risk my health for this. I I don't want to compete, which I just saw, I think a pitcher for the Dodgers maybe yesterday said he's, he's sitting out the season. Mm -hmm. You're not going to be able to, to penalize guys for that. So from a standpoint too, of like, like you just said, like, what's your training availability right now? You Wisconsin's not open up, right? Nope. So yeah, even so we, if you had a world team trials in August or September, like yeah, exactly, it's going to be trying to figure things out, get into different places when I can. It's not like I have that consistent facility to go to, consistent you know weight weightlifting stuff. So it's it's you got to figure. I mean, go Rocky style, I guess, and figure out a way to get ready and you know whatever. But obviously, it's it's easier for some and a lot tougher for the, for others. Yeah, and it also, too, I guess, depends on where you are in the country. Exactly. You know, like, I, I think, to me, I keep my eyes on certain things from a business standpoint or, like, churches. I'm watching work when churches are opening. We're opening up next week. I know some people in Pennsylvania have already opened up. So it's, yeah. like, same thing with sports. Certain states are going to be looser regulations right now. Other states mm-hmm. you can train fully. So is it a thing where all of a sudden, if, hey, you know that, New York is able to train. Would you go to New York to train? You know what I mean? Like people yeah, exactly, are going to start have yep. to move it around quick. And I think there's a lot of wrestlers that will make that sacrifice and say, Hey, I'll yeah. travel the country. I'll travel the world to train and compete right now, but they got to have time to make those plans. Exactly. No, I agree a hundred percent. I think you're going to see a ton of that guys going to, you know, like uh, down in, was it down in Oklahoma? They did that big training camp and yep guys traveled there just so they had a place to train and I think you're going to see more and more of that the places that are able to open up and are able to host camps and different things you're going to see guys a lot of the top guys and guys that are probably training for world team stuff going there like they are in New York right now and you're going to see more and more of that on the upcoming months I wonder too like selfishly from a fan standpoint I would love to go to the trials are they even going to have fans if there's a trials you know like I just saw I actually bought bill season tickets this year terrible time to do it but <laughs> yeah. i got an email from them saying it looks like you know we're gonna start working on a plan to either refund people or credit you for the next year whatever it is because we'll likely not have sports with fans this year and a lot of people are taking that i saw the the broadway league or whatever it is in new york city they canceled mm. every broadway show through january 3rd 2021 wow so and some of it, look, you know, a live audience in New York City, one of the worst places right yeah. now for the coronavirus. Like, th- that's definitely on the extreme side. You have other places opening up. And, yeah, it's like, okay, is there going to be a trial? So are they going to do it in Oklahoma? Are they going to do it at the OTC? 
in Colorado. You know, it's like it, there's so much. And meanwhile, what do you do? Do you start training gung ho? Like, let's go. Yeah, exactly. So that's that's yeah. I mean, it's it's I I don't know. I mean, I I'm all for it because any chance you can get get, get the sport out there and wrestle. I mean. I think that you got to limit fans. You got to limit, you know, you got to do a protocol. You got to probably limit entrance. You know, you got to have a lot of things in place, but if you can do the things like the UFC is doing, like some, uh, you know, like they did in Chicago where you got a really big protocol to make sure everybody's safe, everybody's coronavirus free and make it happen that way. I'm all for it. And if, if it's a world championship, you need at least one Iranian fan with the Iranian horn there, or it's not world <laughs> championships. Like. It's true. He can get in for, yeah. Got to make sure to bring one of them. Yeah. Give him a press pass or something, but yeah. So like, what's, what's your plan? Like this just came out yesterday. So you haven't had that much time to process it all, but like, are you going to start training more seriously, more regular now? Yeah. I mean, I'm, so I've been, I've been, uh, obviously I had, I had vacation last week, took a little, little break off my diet, but for the most part, I've been eating well, I've been running, I've been, been doing a lot of calisthenic stuff and it's just going to be right. Starting to pick it up more and go to the, go to the next level, starting to do a lot harder conditioning. And when I get chances to get on the mat, get on the mat. Um, at the end of the day, I've been wrestling my whole life and it's like, I can get away, probably get prepared for something with only being on the mat two, three times a week. Obviously, I prefer to be in there working on my technique and sharpening things up every day, but I think I can perform at a high level only being on the mat a few times a week. So, Will you start looking if there's like mats open somewhere else, like leaving for another state for a month or anything like that? Yeah, yeah. And I was actually going to head out to uh, – I was going to go out to Albuquerque, train with Pico, Real Woods, uh, RBY, a couple other guys were going to be down there, and then I had vacation come up and didn't get to happen. But definitely, I mean, that's definitely something that, you know, if they have opportunity to train daily and have access to things, why, why not? You know, right right now where I'm at, it's a little trickier. And if I get the opportunity to do that, especially if the world championship's coming up, you know, it's figuring out how do I, um, how do I make sure I'm at my best shape and ready to go. And there's no shot you'd go down to 57, right? Like, as we're talking about Olympic weights, I, I go back now and think about, like, I'm still thinking about it a little bit. Like, do non-Olympic guys go Olympic weights? Like, what's your perspective on that? Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm all about going non-Olympic weights on non here because obviously I, uh, 57 yeah. isn't fun for me. And I'm absolutely, if it happens, I'm absolutely going 61 kilos. Um, and then after that, start shrinking my body down. But if I don't need to, I'd rather be healthy. I train better. I learn more stuff. I get better at wrestling when I'm, you know, not, not focused on that. Where when I, when I dedicate myself to 57 kilos, a lot of my time is spent really focusing on my nutrition, my sleep, my, my daily habits of, you know, that stuff. And it seems like I'm probably honestly more focused on my weight than the wrestling. So it's something I'll do here and there to try to make an Olympic team because that's the Olympic weight. But if I don't have to, there's, there's no reason I should. And it's, it's interesting now because you were only going to have to go five months without, yeah. you know, at the bill Farrell you weighed in and then you wouldn't have to, again, that was in December. You wouldn't have had to wait in again until April. And then if you made the team yeah. August, now you have, what 17 months in between yeah. are you worried at all about in 2021 getting back down uh i mean it's just gonna be shrinking my body down again and i did such a good job with it this year where after season for like two months i was only getting up to 138 139 i mean now i'm 146 147 getting up there a little bit more but 
it's just going to be taking the time to go through the process again. And it's just a commitment I got to make. And we got an awesome nutrition nutritionist at UW and a lot of resources. I might need that, their name and number. <laughs> yeah. They've, they've really helped me out big time. Like, I don't know if I would have made 57 kilograms at a lot of other places, but they set out the plan for me. They showed me exactly what I'm going to have to do. We had a DEXA scan, which scans your exact like bone percentage, muscle percentage, fat percentage, and figured out like, you're going to be at like 2% body fat, but you can make it and you're going to have to lose a lot of water weight. But if you do it right, you you can do it and feel all right. So we went through that and it's just going to be doing that again and starting probably as soon as the world championships are over January time starting to get down. And it's funny because I don't know who's going to go what weights, but you got to assume some of the better 57 kilo guys like Spencer are going to stay down in 57 so mm-hmm. you also don't know your your competition's changing now from mm-hmm. a lot of the guys you're going to have 57 are probably going to stay down there um, yeah. and it's going to be a different world so you got different guys now to kind of train for too definitely and i mean i i kind of thought about that if i had to guess right now i'd say guys like joe Claude, nick suriano fit eh, fix will probably stay at 57 but those two i think would go 61 I'd say those are the bigger ones. Tyler Graff would probably pop in at 61 if he's still going to compete. Um, so, yeah, it'll be a different, completely different landscape, I think, versus, you know, 57 kilos. Yeah, for sure. And, and again, people are going to have to start making those decisions soon, and they're going to have mm-hmm. to get plans from USA Wrestling. Like, okay, what's the time frame? If somebody's yep. kept their weight down, if they got to go up, whatever it is, like you're talking about moving your body around, you need ample time to, to get comfortable yep. with that weight. So. Yeah, and it'll be interesting because then you also, you know, a lot of those guys are still 23-year-olds, so they can still do U23s too. So are they going to – Yeah. are some of them going to say, what like, I'm going to try to make U23s because that's first or, you know, I don't know. Yeah, that's interesting too. I didn't think about that. So, like, yeah, like Rana, my my, my fiance, she's going to try for U23s and did, did the senior happen to do that too because she's, she's still – 21 right now and has a few years left of that so why not yeah exactly why not and that's that's the thing too i think you're gonna have a lot of people that are gonna start like every we were talking about this before people i don't think wrestlers have ever been hungrier than they are right now to compete because nobody's Mm -hmm. had a collective break like everybody's having right now if not ever in a long time like yeah and i think i think it's great i think i honestly do because i think so many people overdo it for a long time and it's good to step back and get a new perspective and a new approach and I think you can improve I know for me personally I like to take time off obviously not as much as we've been forced to take now but I always think it's good to take a step back and you know there's a lot of other important things in life getting to spend time with people and you refocus and you get when you do come back you come back with a fire that was bigger than before and that yeah. you know right when you're going three four years straight that fire starts to burn down and it gets harder and harder and harder and when you get it taken away from you, right, it's just, just going to bring that fire back in. Uh, that's that's how it is, I think, for a lot of guys. They're going to be the second they can. They're going to be fired up and re-motivated to, to get back out there and be better than before. Yeah, for sure. So we'll have to keep in – we'll try to keep people updated as much as we can. That's why I wanted to hop on here. I know the only other yeah. condition that I didn't mention that UWW said was that the competitions much have – must have 70% at minimum participating countries based on last year's performance. So if there's 80 teams, you got to have 50, whatever. Yeah. Um, but last thing here before 
before I let you go, because it just happened a couple of weeks ago, we didn't really talk about it much. You signed on with Wisconsin as an assistant coach. Yeah. What's your thoughts on that? To kind of, you knew you were going to stay in Madison, but to kind of stay there and, and help out coaching, what's your perspective on that? I'm fired up. So I obviously I know the team really well. It's a lot of guys I competed with, but coaching has always been been something I've wanted to get into, and I got the opportunity to get into it a lot of you know at a really young age, and I think that. I have goals of being a head coach someday. I have a goal of, you know, leading a team to win national titles and to be under coach Bono and coach Reed and really learn from these guys at this age is going to do pay dividends in the future. And I'm just excited to start doing that, start training, you know, these guys here to start winning national titles and recruit and just learning to recruit. Like that's, that's been, you know, it's, it's crazy right now trying to recruit guys. It's all zoom calls and virtual tours and, doing whatever you can to try to, you know, show these guys campus because these juniors were all set to start taking visits, right, as soon as you could. And yeah. um, now that, you know, the dead periods till August 31st, there's no no on-campus stuff. There's no face-to-face stuff. So it's an interesting time to start off your coaching career because it's different than anything anybody. So it's new to everybody, right? I'm not the yeah. only one that – I'm a newbie to coaching, but everybody's going through a, a new experience here. So it's – it's very interesting. Like we had to take our recruiting tests online. We had to do all sorts of interesting stuff, but it, it's great. And I'm excited to actually get on the mat and get my hands on, on, on the guys and start training with them and, and working on technique and stuff like that. Cause obviously that's not happening right now, but right. I'm super, super excited and looking forward to the opportunity. And I think that Madison's a place it has the resources to be, to be a powerhouse team and win national titles here. So that's the goal is to grow this place and then see, see, see where, see where, see what God plan is for my life and uh, keep following it. It's a great start though. I mean, Bono and reader two of the best guys in the sport. So to have those guys to be a part of that coaching staff to kick off your coaching career, pretty cool yeah. and special thing, I think. Yep. And yeah, it's been and the coolest thing about them is right there. They want me to figure out what I, they let me try everything, but they, they like reader loves recruiting and he does a lot of that. So it's kind of, they're giving me my freedom to kind of figure out what I like. And obviously right now recruiting's really the only thing we can do, but you know, maybe, maybe I'm more of the technique guy or I'm more of the business side of things of the program or, you know, so it's going to be cool to kind of start learning from them. And, you know, I think that we all, we, we work together well and I think we'll start dividing and conquering and really, really just putting a really good product out there. Yeah, I'm excited to see it. Well, listen, man, go enjoy the rest of your day. You got some working Absolutely. out to do between the world championships <laughs> yep. and watching those pizza and ice cream lunch dates last week. <laughs> yep, yeah, it's it's grind time now. Yep, get back in shape, get getting that ice cream fat off me and getting ready to go. But I'm excited for it. And uh, as always, thanks for having me on, man. It's always always a pleasure and uh, good talking with you. My pleasure, man. Thanks for being so available, and I'm sure we'll do it again real soon. Yep, absolutely. Awesome, man. See ya. And that is it for today's episode. Thank you so much for tuning in. I hope you enjoyed this conversation as much as I did. If you did enjoy this episode of the podcast, be sure to leave a five-star rating review on Apple Podcasts and be sure to subscribe so you don't miss out on more episodes. For more wrestling content, be sure to follow Bash Mania on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. And follow me. I'm at jbash on Instagram and at justinjbash on Twitter. I'll be back with another episode shortly. See ya. And the beat goes on.